One, two, three. Do it. Oh, Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, may I present to you your Scolders of Minnesota, Ed Broadmarkle, otherwise known as Namok7. That's me. Musky Mike, otherwise known as. Not, I, damn it, I messed that up what already. Is, musky well, Mike, make notes it? that uh, the alcohol already caused us a problem what three alcohol? seconds in, but uh, one gin. One scotch and, and one beer. Beers. Well, it's three beers now, but it's well, got to be, okay. yeah. Um, oh, have to get another one. Okay. Hollywood Brown, though. Second touchdown. The Ravens are for real. Lamar. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk we're, about we're, the we're Vikings-Ravens Super the Bowl. During the, Monday, the Minnesota night football. Monday night football. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Anyways, this is uh, the opening of the Sculptures podcast. I know you're used to uh, Mr... Um, Mr. Namak7 introducing us, but we decided to mix things up tonight, and you know, this podcast is a little special because you, the fans, had a little bit to do with this. What show is this, Mike? Uh, this is show number uh, 67. No, no, 67. No, but what's it called? It's, it's a bi-week buzz, Mike. Bi-week. <laughs> Come on. It's bi-week buzz. Bi-week buzz. Bi-week more like. No, it's not even okay. buzzed. I'm going to tell you this right now. We got a lot of responses from their Twitter poll. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't show up and listen to this shit, I swear to God, we're You're, probably going to do one of these again to regard Can we this. talk about this a little bit? Because okay. I did not Come expect on. that they were going to vote for us right, to be let's, drunk let's, let's, and talk about the state of the NFC. Let's bring up the actual numbers here because I, yeah. I couldn't believe the amount of people right. we got there. I thought, like... Where 321 do, volts. Where the hell are those 320 people? Do we just not care about us talking about kickers or I mean, like most not, painful music, you know, not options, music like, moments? NFC State of the Union, worst Vikings moments, which I figure like would make a good show. On oh, it made a hell of a show. And then kicking failures, of course. I mean, we've had plenty of kicking failures and right. other slash comments. Yes. Which we're going to get into some of those topics. We are. Do not be, not, you know. We, yes. If you comment, we're probably going to touch on your topic, but. My mustache tastes like scotch. Almost two thirds of the votes went to NFC State of the Union. I don't what. <sighs> uh, you know what it is though. We our most popular show of the year was That's NFC true. State of the Union. This is true. And we had a Packer fan on. We did. He's but not he is since passed. He has to hang up Christmas lights. Okay. Wow. You called him out. I did. And you know what, Jimmy? If you're listening to this, you're a pansy. Okay. It turns out they lost like. Yeah, the reality is six hundred to eight. He didn't want to come on here and try to defend the Packers' performance against the 49ers. Yeah, I you know what? It. You know what, Mike? Aaron Rodgers needs to actually perform well in one of these prime time games <laughs> on the road. <laughs> I see what he did there. We want to shake this narrative because right now, oh. <laughs> I mean, oh, did you hear? Hang on, let me do that again. Can we hear this on the audio? <laughs> oh yeah, we can hear that, baby. We can hear that. That's Mike? the sketchy. Wait, a... wait, Mike. I think we're live right now. Oh, are, are we live? Yes. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh, this is the, uh, for those of you wondering at home, um, we've got a triple distilled 
Auchentoshin, uh single malt Scotch whiskey, Did twelve year, twelve year. Um, no, I think it's. Uh, and Mike, remember, Scottish. remember when uh, when we were in the um, the old Viking suite and you got some. Oh, awesome. was it, was fifteen it? year McAllen included. McAllen? That was the hell of a deal. You didn't believe it was included, except no, neither did the bartender. Well, like, I well, made he, him believe. He didn't see why not. <laughs> Anyways, anyway. That's a different. That's this a different is the podcast. show, though. This is what you guys asked for. This is what you asked I shouldn't for. say you guys. This is what you all asked for. Yeah, funny girls, I'm sure. Right. At least I'm hoping so, because you know what? <sighs> if there, if Twitter's any representation, man. Let me tell you though, this show was a real son of a bitch to coordinate. <laughs> oh man. My wife has had to come pick me up. I had to go about pick a half him hour north. In uh, where the hell do you live? Richfield. Richfield, basically Bloomington. Let's call it Bloomington. Horse crap is what it is. Well, but forty minutes to get here through traffic, and then we get here, we're starting to st- get, get our buzz going on. Buzz had some had some nice. What were they called? Some uh, some fry. Uh, fry what? Oh, zesty fries. Zesty fries. Zesty fries. They're damn good. Oh man, if if you're ever going with Orida, by the way, Orida, Oregon, Idaho. If you didn't know, that's combined Orida. Well, Boom. you know what? When it comes to potatoes, Orida. Pay the extra fifty cents or dollar. I mean, you know, Oregon, Idaho. You yeah, get quality potatoes. You're gonna get some. Zesty if that's fries, the only thing delicious. you take away from this podcast, take it away. I mean, that's how I feel about it. We're a little over five minutes in, Mike, and we're <laughs> feels like fifteen. <laughs> basically, we're talking about Orida potatoes and how you should be buying them. So basically, Orida, if you want to kick us back a few dollars or maybe even some supplies of potatoes, I would love to go I out mean, there. Whatever. I'd love to have some hash browns and hunt mule deer. You know what? Bring us to a bring us to a facility store of your Orida plant. Yes, I mean, I'd love to see how the how the potatoes. Also, Octantoshin, I would love to take a tour of your plant. Also, Hendrix Gin. You know what? Yes, we Screw love it. Hendrix Gin. I might switch to Aviation Gin because Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He owns Aviation Gin, and the, he's kind of been killing it. The ultimate man. So you know what? I might I might switch to Aviation yes. Gin. I'm not sure. Maybe Ryan Reynolds needs to. Also, I'd like to take a moment and tell you. Damn good job on the beard mustache for November. I mean, you know, this is inspiring. Sure, you know, you don't know who this is, but I think I might go with the Ehrlich Bachman. If you don't know who that is, Google it. It's Ehrlich. Ah, the inventor of electricity. E-R-L-I-C-H, Ehrlich Bachman. No. No. Bachman, the flower guy. Yes. Close, He's got many shots across. Close, but basically what it is, is you shave off here, and you shave off here. So you end up with like the beard, the huge sideburns. And I think that would fit my face better. Yes. If anyone knows me in real life and you're listening to this and and you know who you are, don't even try to deny it. I know who you are, okay? I am guilty as charged. All right. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but you know what? No Shave November, I think I'm killing it. And you got you got the Tom Selleck I, going no, on. Thank oh, you, sir. Just, I appreciate it. My just, wife does not, but... Just uh, great. Why mustache does, why does run. she like it? You know what? She actually does... Um, you know what? I love my wife. Uh, bless her soul. She actually... Um, you know, we're going to discreetly say she is a, a member of the Vikings organization. We don't know if she'll get a ring or not, but we hope so. Um, but, uh... Well, I'll tell you this, okay, just side topic here. Yeah. If the Vikings win the Super Bowl, I will be buying a replica ring. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, and I think that I'm just going to sell you hers, so... Um, but oh, anyways, we're... <laughs> perfect. Works out for both of us. She, uh, we've actually... Prostate cancer, which, uh, if you haven't listened, Movember is, um... Wait, your wife has prostate cancer? No, she doesn't. Not that, okay. not that I know of. I hope she doesn't. Um, no, well, Movember is for prostate cancer. Um, my grandpa, uh, unfortunately, uh, had that, you know, and, um... Love the, love the cause. 
and we've been uh, we've been running the mustache run, which has actually uh, been going on for I think like seven years now. When, when does that happen? Is that, is that our it is this? it is this Saturday? This yeah, Saturday. Um, and it's gathered a lot of attention. So, so you might have a chance to still get in, and still get registered for the mustache. Oh, you could. K fan picked it up. Um, it's a beautiful run over the Stone Arch Bridge, and Perfect. then actually this year, uh, Gophers play the Wisconsin Badgers for the Axe and also for the Big Ten West title. It's also the day of the prep bowl, so all the high school football teams are playing for their championships downtown. Wow, so what's um, going on? Yeah, Saturday. it's going to be a popular day in Minneapolis. So I'm really excited. It sounds like we might get a little snow, but uh, um, yeah, super excited anyways. But the wife is okay with the mustache for this month, but I tend to keep it a little longer, and then she gets a little actually. I mean, I mean you, you look great with it. I'm not going to lie. You oh, know, I get just, that a lot at work. Just, but, uh, I, I just I love the way it looks on you, man. You just... The mustache fits your face well, and uh, like I said, for a good cause, mustache run. Yeah, so love it. Definitely go out there, search for it. We'll have a link in the, the mustache the run Minneapolis. It's so. it's right there. You get a hat, you get a couple beers. Yeah. Um, what, what's what's not to love about that? You get a couple beers. You get you get to run with your mustache. It's, it's a good time. time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Mike. I don't know. Should we, should we get into this already? Yeah. So let's maybe let's uh, let's let's take a minute to outline. So we threw up a poll. We got a bye week, right? We're, um, the Vikings are in bye, we're coming off a week ten, the last by the week. We're the, coming off what? League. We're coming off a great win, great comeback great win, win over Denver. Great comeback win, great win. Oh, let's call it comeback win. Yeah. Uh, we got Seattle on Monday night. Um, so normally the show would have been recapping, recap, and then talk a little bit about we'll Seattle. We'll get into a little bit of uh, preview of Seattle. I'm assuming at the end. Yeah. I haven't seen the show notes that you outlined. I didn't have time to, but yeah. you, you, you picked up my stuff. I, mean, I haven't, together, I haven't so. seen the show notes that I outlined. Yeah. You wrote them. So. <laughs> but, okay, so, but yeah, so we didn't, we, we're on a bye week. This is clearly yeah. the bye week buzz. Buzzed. Edition. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely buzzed. Buzz, 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 buzz. Call us a couple bees, right? You know what I'm saying? Gotch. <laughs> but, today, Mike, because... We put up this poll. We put up this poll after yes. we, we did uh, we did last week. <clears throat> what would you guys like to hear us talk about? Well, completely smashed. Sixty six point four percent of you said the NFC State of the Union. I couldn't <clears throat> believe it. Neither could I. I. I thought this was going to be like a far second or third. <sighs> I'm not happy about it. But you know what? But we give the people what the people want. I'm ready to talk about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> we'll get to that. Yeah. So, NFC State of the Union, Mike. Yeah. Which beat out worst biking moments and kicking failure. So, and also add your own comment. It did it massively beat out those two. Add your own comment was only four point four percent. Like seriously, guilty. Maybe pull some more weight. All right. So actually, then let's just outline. So the plan here, um, if you if you've uh, been an avid listener. Uh, you undoubtedly listen to our NFC State of the Union show. You probably also listened to an AFC State of the Union, and these were both prior to the season starting. But NFC State of the Union was far and away our most popular show. Yes, hundred um, percent. Yeah, so we we brought in a lot of listeners. Uh, we'd we'd love to welcome you to this show. Um, if you're listening to it, by the yes. way, we don't always get this buzz at the show. But you know no. what? If you're here listening this far, you're eleven plus minutes into this. Yes, you probably like what you're listening so, to. The plan here is to talk through briefly the four divisions uh, with probably a focus on the teams that are going to make the playoffs, right? Yes. Um, and mean, then we're not going to be focusing 20 minutes on the no. Washington Redskins. We'll focus on that. We've got a few other um, kind of snippets, if you will. Uh, sure. I've got a few surprise questions for uh, Namak7. 
We'll and, see what happens uh, here. You know, we'll just see where the show goes. I don't know if we'll get any questions here on Twitter. Um, you know, you put it out there. I retweeted it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I have two notifications. Let's see if any of those. No, they're from Packer fans. They called us a name, um, nope, I think. Nope. Oh, do we have one? We have a question. Fan. That's just a like. Oh. Um, and another one is from uh, Trevor WS, also a Vikings fan. Just also a like. Trevor WS. What's US up, bro? of a B. I love you. What up, bro? Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Anyone um, listening right now, we appreciate you. Come yes. check us out. Anyway, that's that's we leave that to the end. But Mike, let's start it out. Let's get it in. Are we starting with the East? We're starting with the East because you know what? The East is the easiest one to discuss. All right. Do you want to start? or Do you want me to start? Let me let me lay it out for you. All right. What do you got? All right. So NFC East. Yes. Dallas six that and is five. A division that exists. Dallas six and five, coming off a loss to New England. Ooh. Hard fought game though. Hard fought game. Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. Coaching uh, errors. We'll Philly. Philly coming off a loss to Seattle, I believe, right? Yep. Uh, Seattle travels across Again, the country, gets game. a win. And then you're left with the Giants and Washington, both at 2-9, and nine, both non-factors. For the most part, from a from, – well, not for the most part. Non-factors totally from a playoff perspective. Um, I would assume they're going to be involved as a spoiler standpoint. You do have a rookie quarterback for Washington. You have a rookie quarterback for uh, – for the Giants, I would say the Giants are really devastated with injuries and also Haskins for Washington. Um, my fantasy team knows it well. Uh, was horrible this week, but uh, so here's so, where we're at. Dallas at six and five. I'm just gonna throw. I'm gonna throw this at you. They are the worst. It's the worst division in the NFC from a record standpoint. Hundred percent. And I think it's the worst division in the NFC just overall. Hundred um, percent. I do think that Dallas. Uh, is probably going to run away with this division in my mind. I'm going to let you uh, speak on this here in a moment, but I think Dallas wins this division. They do have a little bit of a difficult schedule here to finish out, but uh, Philly is devastated with injuries. I think Dallas ends up winning the division, taking the four seed. Um, Ultimately, not a team that I'm really scared about, but you know what? I do love Dak. Um, He's starting to give me a little rust edge. Uh, I don't think it's going to be good enough, but he's really he's starting to grow on me. I will tell you that. I think based on the performance of New England, I, in New England, I don't really agree with what you're saying. Yeah, but they were there. They were yeah. right there. They're right there in terrible yeah. conditions. That was I, I, a terrible condition yeah. game. They're right there. I would say that it gives you more credence for the defense than it does the offense myself. Ah. But, um, just, just to point this out, Washington plays Dallas, I believe, um, Week 17, and the Giants play Philly Week 17. So it's not like they play each other. The two and nine teams don't play yeah. each other. So it's, it's going to be an interesting finish to that division. Um, as far as Dallas goes, let me just break it down here. Here's here are their wins. Okay, here here is Dallas's wins this season. All right, they beat the Giants thirty-five to seventeen. Okay, they beat the Redskins thirty-one to twenty-one. All right, they beat Miami Dolphins thirty-one to six. All right, you following so far? Yeah, I'm following. They beat Philadelphia Eagles thirty-seven to ten, and the Giants again thirty-seven to eighteen. And okay. then they beat the Detroit Lions thirty-five to twenty-seven. What of those wins actually impress you? Real so, question. So I knew, I knew you were going to come at me with this, but... Because none of those wins impress me. But where you're about to go with this, every loss you're going to list is extremely close. So they're losing the good team. All right. You, when the, a win is a win and a lose is a lose. But I'm just saying if they're the four seed, you're not going to overlook that game in the playoffs. True, but and there's a very real chance if the Vikings beat Seattle, we're either going to be going to Dallas or we're hosting. I mean, you know uh, what I mean. 
We're we're going to Dallas or we're hosting a team. That's most that's the most likely outcome. Here's 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 the thing with Philadelphia though. They put up no, more points. No, Philly's like, dead. Their team is so decimated right they now. They put up more points than Dallas did but against they're New England. They're dead on injuries. They're 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 brutalized. They're I don't see them making this. I don't see them. I think Dallas wins this division. And I don't think it's even coming down to All right. I will concede that maybe Dallas has an edge to win this division because they already have a game up on Philly. But you have, da- to, you have to agree, this is the worst opponent in the NFC playoffs. Bar none. Who's ever coming to the East? So, I think you're getting a little bit ahead. Um, you're actually getting into one of my questions here. Uh, so, let's try to... Yeah, let, let's try to focus on... Okay. Let's just try to focus on actual State of the Union. I will tell you that Dallas's schedule... Uh, and you got it right here, if you scroll down. On the old... Uh, oh, I gotta get over to this monitor. Okay. Okay, Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Buffalo. Buffalo 8-3, which I'm not impressed with that 8-3. and three. I think that's kind of a I think a Dallas wins that game. Um, especially it's at home, right? Chicago 5-6, and six, that's gonna be interesting. That's at Chicago. I think they win that game, though. Uh, but that's at Chicago. Chicago's defense is still really strong. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a closer game than you realize. I think they win that game. You got Rams at 6-4. and four. I think Dallas goes 4-1 and one to finish the yeah. season. Philadelphia and then Washington to close. I mean, I could see that. Four and one. I think four and one is aggressive. I think they probably go three and two and they still win the division. Still win the division. Okay. Um. So I mean, you're looking at. Three well, look and at two. my comment. Dallas should win the East. Y- yeah, I don't have any real problem with that because I think they're the. So best nine nine and seven. Do they win the East? Do they win the East in your mind? Nine and seven. I think so. Because that would I require so. Philly to go. Because Philly would have to run the table, and I think they still have to get a tiebreaker on Dallas. They'd have to beat Dallas. They, they lost Dallas already. Right. So in that case, I think they don't even have that first tiebreaker no. of head to head. The best they could well, do is. Well, they could is, split it. They could split it. They could split it. But, They'd have to. But then they would need to get the division. I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. <clears throat> I mean, we they, haven't had enough. I, I just, I we're don't, not I don't think they're anywhere that. close. But <clears throat> here's the thing with Dallas. They're going to fail because of coaching errors. Wow. There, there were okay. six minutes left in the, the game against New England. They were down by seven points. And you have a fourth and whatever from the New England 11. Yeah. And you choose to kick a field goal. Yeah. With six minutes left. That is a complete error. You go for it on fourth and 11, and you should know going into it that you're going to go for it on fourth down. So you should be setting up your entire fourth down play with second and third down. So that was a complete error in that game. So let me. Uh, Dallas threw away. They had a chance to beat New England, and they threw it away see, because they they their offensive coordinator was poorly calling plays, and the the coach did not properly convey that they should have been going for it in fourth down territory. So so you know me, right? Um, I basically had the same methodology, and we disagree on it, right? Um, well, you, you take points when they're available. I take points on However, the road. in that case, you're down seven points. Right, and this is where this is where I was going to go with it, right? Being down seven is the same as yeah. being down four. It doesn't mean you still no. need to get a touchdown there. So my, my big thing is, like, if you're on the road, especially in a game that is, uh, let's say Vikings are going to Green Bay. You know, Vikings are going to Detroit. It's it's a matchup that has a line spread three, four or less, right? You know, it's not a massive underdog, right? I've always been a fan. In a close game, take the points. And I've, I've preached it on here for the last three years. Right. Um, you haven't necessarily always agreed with me. Um, and that is what it is. But I will tell you, 
you look at the Minnesota Golden Gophers um, against Iowa, a team that we haven't beat in 20 years, and we were underdogs going in. P.J. Right. Fleck played too conservative in that Agreed. game. I think that I agree with you. Dallas, on the road, right, at New England, a team that basically doesn't lose at home ever at the they, end of November like and December. Yeah. in the last, like, 10 years. You have to ridiculous. throw that out the you have to throw it away, and you need to be aggressive. You you don't play to not lose or keep it. You, you know, within you got to play to win, right. and it, I, that's it, where it, now you and I come together. And I actually do agree with you in those situations, especially in that situation where you have six minutes left. Yeah, maybe you're gaining one possession, but you're asking that one possession to still get a touchdown yeah. to make you win. No, the game. I'm with you. And worst case scenario, if you fail to convert it, if you're throwing and you fail to pick up that fourth down. You place New England on the 11, and if you trust your defense enough, which their defense was holding strong the entire game, if you trust that defense enough, you're going to get good field oh, yeah. on the ensuing possession to try and make a final push. But they Did didn't you, do that. Did you hit record? Yeah, it's recording. All right. Were you worried? <laughs> I was a little worried. <laughs> you want to see the freaking waveform, bud? It's right Vanil- there, recording, Did you baby. say vanilla wafers? I said waveform, baby. Oh, because the waves, they make a form. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyways, we should get out of the East. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... God. Are we okay East, there, then? Yes. Are, so, are we in agreement you think Dallas ends up winning and probably I think, is, I think probably Dallas the four seed? At this point, yes. And they're the four seed. And probably the four seed, yes. Okay. All right. So, you and I are... We're one for one there. Uh, Philly one. does not make the playoffs, right? They're not a wild card. No. Have, no, they're out. I think right now we we pretty much know who the six teams in the NFC that are going to be playing. Okay. In, uh, in well, January. certainly with the start of this game tonight, which obviously as we're recording, what whatever. Are they down fourteen. Um, I think they just scored. I don't know if they got three or seven though. Hold on, we're gonna wait. No, wait. it's gonna take a second. But um, I'm gonna go to the old NFL.com here. Well, that's thing. fine. Well, let's let's use this as a transition. We'll hop it's over 14, to the three, West. 14, three. Three. Okay. Um. And so yeah, hey, we'll go NFC West. Yeah, we'll go ah. NFC West. Uh, Yeah, I'll just continue to lead in. I'll do the lead in here for you. Do it, Um, bud. So 49ers come off a big win on Sunday Night Football. Wait, who did they beat? They beat the the Green Bay officials. Mike, could you describe to people who I'm wearing on Victory Monday? You are wearing wearing a... uh, It would appear to be a 49er red color. Is that a heathered red shirt? So let me me tell you this little uh, subtle... Yeah, so I go over, uh, those of you that have uh, listened to the show, you'll know the Hello. first NFC show, we had a, a resident Packer fan, Jimmy Donald, Jimmy, James. Jimmy yeah. Neutron? Uh, you can follow him at Scani underscore 33. Probably I don't can't do believe, that. Yeah, I can't believe I just no, threw it out for him. But no. anyways, he was on the show. I went over there, um, close family friend. He, he, the reason why he's not here today, because he had to put up Christmas lights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it had nothing to do with the fact that his team lost. And we were probably going to razz him on it in the entire, the entire show. Right. But So I go over there last night and uh, watch, you know, the first three quarters of the game. And, uh, Did bring he the, kick you out? No, 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 no. Uh, bring the wifey and, um, you know, we go over and, and just kind of had a, had a good time. Obviously, his wife, my wife, best friends, whatever. We just sure. had a good night. Well... I go over there. What am I wearing? I'm wearing my Mirror Woods sweatshirt, which for those of you, what? it's a it's a subtle, it's subtle, but Mirror Woods is the Redwood Forest, uh, a little north of San Francisco. Ooh. So the only thing I had to kind of uh, I like you know, it, play man. on, whatever. I like it. And I was go over there, uh, just brutalized. Anyways, 49ers end up rolling 
37-8, something like that. 37-8. Yeah. Um, end up dominating. They are 10-1. and Seattle's 9-2. and Rams are playing right now, down 14-3. Um, and then you've got the Cardinals, which actually at 3-7-1, and again, we've talked about it before. I think Kyler Murray's the real deal. I think there's Absolutely. some, there's you, some you youth on this week team. To week, and he's just... He's performing like he's supposed to be. I think they're a couple good drafts away from being in contention. I'm not even going to. Maybe even one. I'm not even going to. I think next year. Impossible. There is a shot if they bring in the right pieces that that team can fight around 500. And you know what? Okay. Here's here's the real question. Does Larry Fitzgerald play next year? Yeah. I think so. Yep. 100% I think so. I mean, if you're a Cardinals fan, you just got to be patient, man, because Kyler Murray is a real dude. He's you, a real You dude. look at it yeah. every single week, he's putting up some great stats. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm a big I Kyler mean, guy. How can you not be a fan of that kid? Um, so I would say, yeah, Kyler, good deal. He can play spoiler down the stretch. He almost did multiple times so far. Yeah. Um, you move up then, the Rams at 6-4 and four playing right now. They are down 14-3. Um, it's currently 3rd and 6. It looks like a flag, though, probably on that. Play? No, no, play. no flag. No flag. Um, so Rams just pick or uh, <laughs> Ravens just picked that up. So it looks like the Ravens might win this game, obviously, but we don't know. But they're six and four. If they lose this well, game, they're out of playoffs. Let's assume this. They're six. They're, if they lose this game, they're six and five. They're done. They're out. And they're two games back, two full games back from a wild card spot. All right, and that's not even including tiebreakers that might not even get them there. So they might be even three games full back from a wild card spot. Um, and there's five games left after this. I don't think they have enough time to make up that deficit. Well, let's let's jump ahead. So I'm going to go with one of my uh, questions for you, okay? All right. We're going to jump ahead. So if Wait, Baltimore, how far are we jumping ahead? Like, just a little bit. Okay. If Baltimore beats the Rams tonight, mm-hmm. okay, the playoffs, in my opinion, in your opinion, it sounds like are damn near set in the NFC. Yes. Okay? Last year, uh, you have the Rams moments away from potentially winning a Super Bowl. Right? Yes. And they get all the praise all year. McVay, everything, Goff, Gurley. Gurley struggled, obviously, a little bit, but you, you still have the receivers and Cup and whatever. Aaron Donald, you got a great team. Oh, They're going to be here, whatever. Um, does this go to show that, like, having an elite team and an up-and-coming coach and all this hype, you go to a Super Bowl, you damn near win it, and now you're out of the playoffs by multiple games. Like, is this... Is this something that we shouldn't believe in these flash moments of, of coaching, whatever? Or is this just the NFL as a crazy league and we should maybe appreciate the likes of Mike Zimmer and and maybe Mar- Marvin Lewis? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because uh, that's where I go, right? That's where I go. You have a McVay and you have a Lewis a, that consistently gets to you eight, nine wins. and it's, it's such a tough answer because I think what it comes down to is can your coach, can your head coach consistently innovate? And it, it might not be in a situation where it's every single year they're innovating enough to make it to the playoffs that year. You look at Mike Zimmer's tenure. First year comes in here, he ends up 7-9. and nine. Next year, 11-5 makes the playoffs. Next year, 8-8. Eight and eight. Next year, 13-3 and three makes the playoffs. Next year, 8-7-1. Next This year, we don't know yet. We're 8-3 and three currently. So, somehow... It, a lot of these coaches, it seems like they end up with a TikTok type cycle, right? Where they end up figuring it out in one year, and then they they don't adjust enough in the next year after, and they end up in a situation like the Rams are in kind of right now. They're kind of figured out. Like people have figured out how Sean McVay runs his teams. They figured out that offense. They've figured out how to stop it. 
So now what matters next is how Sean McVay next year changes the offense, changes what he's doing, and tailors to his personnel to be able to make that work, right? <clears throat> so to me, it's not like I don't really see like the Mike Zimmers of the world being better than the Sean McVay's. It, it depends if the Sean McVay can react to this next year and put them in the same position that they were in previously for the Super Bowl run. That's what makes a good coach, being able to adjust like that. And maybe sometimes it doesn't happen year over year like the Patriots seem to do year over year consistently. Maybe it's something where the Sean McVay Rams or the Minnesota Vikings, uh, <clears throat> they end up being every other year where they're really good and then they get figured out a little bit and they get kind of, they drop back a little bit. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. What's what's better, being suffering in mediocrity like like the Browns and not making the playoffs for a decade, or making it every other year and you're making a fairly deep run every other year? I don't know. I, I let, don't really answer that. Let me uh, let me ask you this question: How high how high has Lamar Jackson risen in your ranks? If the entire NFL were to start right now from scratch, and you had the number one overall pick, um, I mean, as we just watched Lamar Jackson scramble for 35 yards and, and damn near get in the end zone here, um, how how and I know this is this is short, right? We saw him we we saw him succeed at the end of last year in the second half. We're seeing phenomenal success at the beginning yes. of this year. Um, we've seen Patrick Mahomes be unreal. Granted, he got injured a little bit this year. Uh, how high is Jackson and the likes of Mahomes and them changing the game? Is he is he in that top? You're drafting a brand new team. Is Jackson a top three pick for you to start an NFL franchise right now? It depends on who I'm who I'm having coach him. I mean, you have John Harbaugh coaching Lamar Jackson, and he has done an exceptional job tailoring what they're doing to Lamar Jackson's strengths. If I have a coach like that and I have a system like that set up that can take advantage of him and can put him in a position to win, 100% he's my number one pick. Because he makes over magic Pat, happen. Over Mahomes? Yes. He 100% makes magic happen no matter what's happening on the field. He makes magic happen. Mahomes, we've seen him be beaten plenty of times. So you think Mahomes... What I'm understanding here is you think Mahomes is more... Um, will be able to to succeed in, in a variety of system, whereas Lamar Jackson needs to be in the right system to succeed? He, he needs to be put in position and put in position on, on what the offense is calling, what the offense is scheming, to be put in a position to be able to do what he does best. And that is not something that is widespread amongst the NFL. I mean, John Harbaugh is the perfect guy who's leaning into these analytics, who's leaning into what his players need. And this is what we see... I mean, just tying it back to the Vikings, this is what we see a lot with Kevin Stefanski. Is he's leaning in towards what his team does well, and he's catering yeah. what he's doing to that. So it, if you get someone who's willing to do that, who's willing to say, okay, we understand you are really good at running the ball. We're not going to try to put you in this box where you're, we're only going to pass in you and try to protect you. We're going to let you do whatever you do best. If that's what you're running, if that's the system you, you're doing, Lamar is my number one pick, and it's not even close. Okay. 
But the problem is, you need to find the one or two guys that actually are willing to tailor what they're doing to Lamar Jackson to make yeah. that work. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I would agree with you. I think without question right now, the way Lamar's playing, um, you know, if you listen to the show, you know that I wanted us to take him at, uh, I believe we were picking at 20, it was the year we took Hughes, I believe, right? Yeah, we're 20, 29. And I wanted him, and he was available. Yep. Well, he was available. Until yeah, so. and I, I, I remember, I think I called you or I was texting you, and I said, I want Lamar right here. I, I loved Lamar um, out of college, and, and, you know, I wish we had him. But we don't, unfortunately. Um, love what they're doing. I don't want to, you know, digress <laughs> over. <laughs> we digress. I know. We don't want to digress. Hardcore. I didn't mean to do that. but um, It's fine. It's fine. I'm just I'm laughing. We're 32 minutes in, and we're just yeah. Sorry, let's circle back to the West. I think the West is really ultimately going to come down to. But, but before, just wrap this up real quick. Lamar Jackson, he is the elite. future of the NFL. He's yep. elite. As long as he's within John Harbaugh's hands, I think he's going to be uh, in a very good situation. I, I think he's leaning way into what they're Lamar the team Jackson to beat. They're the team to beat right now. Not 100%. in the AFC. They're the team to in beat right now in the NFL. 100. percent agree. So. Um, Let's go back. Let's go back to the West. 49ers are ten and one. Big win against Green Bay at home. Seattle nine and two. Big win all the way across the coast against Philadelphia. Um, an injured Philadelphia team, but still difficult to go across the coast and win that football game, sure. especially against a team that recently won a Super Bowl. Whatever. Doug Peterson. That's a good team. Um, and then you drop off. You got the Rams playing right now. They're down twenty-one to three. They're going to lose tonight. They're going to move to six and five. They're basically out of the picture. Right. Cards we already <laughs> talked about. So let's focus on the top. You've got a 10-1 49ers team that now is going to go to Baltimore and going to go to New Orleans. And if you scroll down, you'd have it. You wouldn't have to look it up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I love, but I'm, just, I'm here for you, buddy. Um, okay, San Francisco at Baltimore, 8-2. At New Orleans, 9-2. Atlanta, 3-8. Uh, Rams and Seattle. Rams, 6-4, which... Like, like we always say, sorry about that, you've heard the banging the mic here. <laughs> what are we you, you've been drinking? Divisional games are weird. Scotch. They're tough. <laughs> gin, gin, gin. Here it goes, down on my belly. Mm-mm. That's good. Divisional games are weird, so they close out with the Rams at home, and then they go at to Seattle, week 17. So San Francisco has a very tough schedule. I think. But they have a one, one game lead right now. Right. At the end of this season, who is their one loss to? Who is their one loss to? Um, Seattle. It is Seattle. Yes. Okay, so so at this point, very good chance that that last game's for the division, right? Yes. Yeah. Here's here's what I'm saying about Seattle or not Seattle, San Francisco. We will know in the next few weeks what this team is made of. They play against Baltimore at Baltimore. Okay, a team we just touted as the team to beat in the NFL. They play. At New Orleans, a tough place to play and a relatively tough opponent. I'm not super high on them. We'll get into that later. But they play this, those two teams. And then they also play Seattle. They play three eight-plus win teams in their final five games. Okay, And they just we, played an eight-plus win team. Right. We are going to know unequivocally what the Seattle team is by the time this season finishes. Yeah. And we're going to know emphatically if they are re- the real deal or they are pretenders. The one thing they have going for them is New Orleans. Just lost their left guard, I believe, for the next couple weeks. They were already out their left tackle. Sounds so like it a is, sprain, yeah. It is entirely possible that when they face off against New Orleans, they will be facing off against backup left tackle and left guard. 
That is going to favor 49ers heavily, okay? I'm not saying they should start Teddy, but they should start Teddy. Because Drew Brees has three losses, Teddy has none. I'm just saying. Wow, you're getting crazy. I'm just saying. But I love it. I'm just going to have some more of this gin and time. There you but, go. Um, All right. All we, I'm going to add. Because we're going to get into this a little bit in my questions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to add. I will say this. I watched that entire game last night. The 49ers are the real deal. We're done. Yes. That uh, that defensive line. Agree. Is the real deal. That's a monster. Uh, Jimmy G. Buckner, you got Boza. Jimmy G's getting better. Yes. He's coming into his own. You okay. got Kittle. You got weapons in Samuel. That's that team's the real deal. I want to add this. What would that team look like with Jet McKinnon actually healthy? Well, I, I actually I, I think Coleman Breda and yeah. I know I, I, I think yeah. that team. I, I don't know how much he would add. I think he would add enough. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. I I don't know that you'd but see a, an actual Kittle, number one tight end in, in, in the NFL. Yeah, elite, hundred percent. All right. So we gotta, yeah, we gotta move to the south. Well, um, okay, before let's let's wrap this up one more time. But okay. we still got questions so, after the fact. So Seattle, we're circling to Seattle after this. We're gonna touch base on Seattle. Okay, soon. we're gonna. Get to yeah, Seattle. we're circling back to all these. We'll, we'll get back to Seattle. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Are we done with the west? Yes. Okay. Let's move to the south. We're at the halfway point, more or less. Let's take a quick little break. Sponsored by Corona. Not probably not. Marona. Corona. Sponsored by Hendrix? Sure. No. I mean, just send me some gin, Hendrix. Probably not sponsored by anyone. Okay, anyway. Not sponsored by anyone, but we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll be right back. Okay, you ready? We're break. And we're back instantly. Isn't that funny about the way that freaking audio works, Mike? I just press mute, and then it works. Do you need to stop and get some more drink from the fridge? No, I get a bottle. Okay. You got a quarter. Whew. This is going to be fun to post this tonight when I'm making that uh, Daily Norseman post, man. Making yep. some of those selections with the photos. Yes. Oh, it's going to be good. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, we got to get through these two divisions and then get to our questions. Okay? NFC South. Okay, Mike. NFC South. South. What do we got? What do you got for me? Uh, New Orleans 9-2 escapes victory again. New Orleans is a team that probably should be... They should be 7-4. and four. Well, let's, let's, see, let's say they split the two that they won. So they won on a Will Lutz 58-yarder. And then they won this week on a missed 33 yarder from did Carolina. Did he also miss two extra points? I, uh, whatever. Let's just say that they should at minimum be one loss worse. Uh, but they should be eight and three. Here's the deal: Carolina, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. Unfortunately, down years. So New Orleans is going to win the South. Surprising in that group. They are. But here's the deal: New Orleans is going to win the South. Um, I will say this: Atlanta and Tampa are playing with a little bit of a resurgence. Um, Tampa Bay obviously beat Atlanta this week. Atlanta had won two in a row prior. Wait, Carolina like, took New Orleans to overtime. Do you have New Orleans scheduled down here? Wait a minute. Yeah, you do. Fucking just golden, man. Yeah, I got you. That's why I'm here. Uh, we're, okay, we're gonna, I do we're, stuff. We're going to have to mark this episode as explicit because I've used so many fucking F-bombs. <laughs> if, this, if this were at work, we have a freaking swear jar, okay? I would be dropping so many singles up here. It'd be like a strip club, okay? Oh, wow. I'm just saying. I'm not saying you're saying, okay? All right. New Orleans, though. um, At Atlanta. At Atlanta, 3-8. San Francisco at home. Certainly a game that they could be close. Uh, Atlanta just beat them recently. Like I said, like we always say. Atlanta came to New Orleans and beat them. Like we always say, divisional games are weird. They're tough no matter what the opponent is doing. The opponent could be 1-15. Yes. 1-14, and they would be a tough ask to beat. 
because that's how tough divisional games are. So a 3-8 Atlanta team coming to New Orleans is still extremely dangerous for New Orleans. Yes. I agree. Uh, Moving on. San Francisco, sorry, Atlanta I watched one. a goth fumble that should have been a lost oh. fumble. But, um, but then wasn't. San Francisco, you know... I think that with the injuries that New Orleans has right now, that's a very tough game. And then you have Indy, a team that's going to be vying for the playoffs. Tennessee, a team that's going to be vying for the playoffs. Indy, who just lost Ebron for the year. Yep. those Really? I didn't see that. Yes. Uh, put on injured reserve, and they signed on one of their guys. They bounced back and forth. Okay. So, yeah. Um, still, though, a couple tough games there. Carolina, I think, come week 17... They're you're, playing spoilers. They I mean, have, but you're it, probably but. looking at a team that, I don't know, there. I think that's probably a safe win. But, um. <laughs> that Carolina. It is, let's just say the New Orleans, New Orleans right now has a four game lead in the loss column. In the, it, they're going to win the South. They're going to win the South. Absolutely, I agree. Let me scroll back up here. Um, they're going to win the South. 100%, because they have a four game lead. But,. That's not what they're playing for at this point. They're playing for, they're playing for the bye. And that's what I think our viewers are understanding here, right? And I believe they're going to lose. They're going to be under the two seed at this point. By the we time need them down. to lose one more. We need them to lose San Francisco. Yes. And then... I am perfectly fine with San Francisco securing the one seed as long as the Vikings can get the two seed. Right. We'll talk about that in a moment here. Right. Yeah. But... Um, so I, let's move to the north. Uh, wait, we're not talking the south? What Mike, else are you going to talk about? We just had a break. We can't just flip to the north right now. We can because I have questions. Okay, but hold on a second. With, with the Saints, I want to bring this up, okay? Scotch, scotch, scotch. The Saints are 9-2. and two. Yes. The Saints were 2-2 two and two with Drew Brees. Yes, Teddy's 6-0, yeah. I think. Teddy is undefeated. Are the Saints starting the wrong quarterback? No. But seriously, are they? No. If I'm a New Orleans But Saints, Mike, but no, but seriously. No. They're are not. They? they are not. But, no, but, I, but if you think about it. Let me tell you this. If you listen to podcasts, I'm a massive Teddy fan. I know you are as well. Okay, but. I will look at this from every angle. Drew but, Brees but is Mike, the right quarterback to start. But if you think about no, it. No. 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 It's Drew Brees. I, I agree with you. It's not it, even. It, it's Drew Brees. But to be Teddy fair, Bridgewater is going to make $20 million a year next year, but he fair. is not the right starter right now okay. for that team. I, I want to tell you how poorly they mismanaged they've done Drew Brees' contract. Drew Brees is on, under contract, under cap. Drew Brees has Legatron a... Th- right now from 46 to what make it. Yep. He nailed it. So 21-6. Um, Drew Brees under is, has a cap hit of like $23 million. But it's an option, right? It's no, entire, it's not. I thought it's in team no, option. No, 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 no. Here's what it is. Look it up. I think it's an no, option. It is not an option. What it is is the Saints, for the last several years, have signed Drew Brees to several contracts that automatically void the year after they sign them. So right now, Drew Brees is a cap hit of $23 million in 2020 for the Saints, and he is not under contract to play for the Saints in 2020. They're paying him under the cap $23 million, and he is not under contract for them. They have credit carded $20 million of Drew Brees every single year for the past three or four years. But that's a different podcast, Mike. It is. That's a salary cap podcast. Can we move to the north? 
Uh, I'm not sure I'm ready. I need to take a little sip of this gin. Gin. Let's do let's do quickly the north, right. and then let's talk about my questions because they're more like overarching. Right. So, current state of the north, north Green Bay. I find um, it interesting you put the Vikings above Green Bay, even though technically that's not true. No, in my mind, Green Bay is in second place. The Vikings are in first at eight and three. Green Bay second at eight and three. Chicago five and six. Detroit three seven and one. Here's the status. Green Bay's divisional record is considerably better than Minnesota, but Minnesota has a lot of divisional games left to play, most of which are at home. Um, I will say, Green Bay, in my mind, is the Buffalo Bills of the AFC, or Buffalo Bills of the NFC. They have been a product of an easy schedule. They have been a product of... Okay, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to stop you there. The schedule difference between the Green Bay Packers and any other team in the NFC is two games. Good thing I said the AFC. Bills. Carry on. The Bills, the Green Bay Packers are the Buffalo Bills of the NFC. I think they're a product of playing really easy teams, and I don't fault them for that. They are a decent football team, but they are vastly overrated. Uh, they they are nowhere near yeah. eight, they are nowhere near eight and three. They will not win a playoff game, and quite frankly, they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Um, I think, but they're probably going to make it just based on where they're at. I think the defense has made strides, but they've also left holes in the defense. Uh, I, I, Jair I, I Alexander will, has been exposed at times. I will uh, say this about the, the the Packers free agent pickups: signing Smith and Smith it was a good call. Home fucking runs, like I, would, I, I don't hate think to I, say okay. that. Well, oh, I mean, are you serious? You wouldn't say that right now. I'd say it's a stand up double. <laughs> it's at least a triple, man. Well. It's a triple with Sano, like, Depends on the plate, ready to fucking go. A Sano triple, yeah, might as well be a home run. Home run is actually less likely, so I'd prefer I'm just saying, run, man. I will say, yes, Green Bay made the right decisions there, but I, they are overrated. Um, what, what, it's some stats for you. Net points, Vikings, 84. Packers, 16. Same record. Which team do you want to back going into the fucking playoffs? Right. It ain't Green Bay. No, it's not. Um, so, Green Bay, again, uh, Damn, this gin is delicious. I'm not going to fault them for beating the teams on their schedule. And, no. And quite frankly... Like we say here, you can play only who is on your schedule. Guess what? The remainder of their schedule is easy as shit. It's probably the easiest schedule remaining. They have one tough got? game, Minnesota. Wait, Minnesota's a tough game? Guess what the rest of them are. Green Bay has, at Minnesota, a tough game, at New York Giants... Who are dead. Washington at home. Chicago at home. That one might be tough. Maybe, but not really. At Minnesota, not Detroit to finish the year. It's brutal, man. I think, here's the deal. And let's just move there, right? Let's go back to the questions. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, and, and this isn't one. Let's talk a little bit about the North, okay? In my opinion... The Minnesota Vikings have zero margin for error to win the North. Agree. And what I will say is that if they do win out, in my opinion, they're the two seed overall. I do not think it's good enough to make the one seed at 13-3. and three. I think they'll just miss. They might be on a tiebreaker. Agree. But I think they will be the two seed at 13-3. and three. Uh, Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think we'll be tied record for the, for yeah, the first season. But I think if they finish 12-4, and four, they're, staring at, they're staring at the five seed. I think I agree with that. Okay. Because I don't think twelve and four gets you there, but I, I honestly think the Vikings are going to run the table. I don't, but 
I hope. Well, do. you don't because you think your favorite team is going to win. Well, the best player in the in the uh, NFL is the best really player is a stretch. You know it. Well, not really, but I mean it is. But okay. Um, all right, so let's just let's say let's go. Kirk here. Cousins has a similar QBR as fucking Russell Wilson, boy. So let, let's stick with the North, okay? Okay, Jin. <laughs> um, hey, listen here, okay? Just because I enjoy some gin tonics. And he's living in a van down by the river. So okay. let's let's stick with the North, okay? I think everyone would agree that at Seattle on Monday night and Green Bay at home on Monday night are the toughest games, right? Um, yes. But I think personally, for me, I actually would throw Chicago in as a more difficult game than Green Bay because hmm. we struggle so much with really good defensive fronts. You look at Denver. You look at every time we play Chicago, teams that can generate pressure, we just suck. But, okay. Hmm. I don't necessarily disagree. But I semi-disagree with based on who we have now as an, as an offensive coordinator. Look at the Denver game. But the second half of the Denver game in the game. Yeah, but that. did you read about what they did? They literally were drawing plays from scratch. <laughs> I love it. Let's do that every game. I love it too, but okay. I, I guess I can't really. Mm. I think we will roll Green Bay. I think gr- I we don't beat, disagree. I think we beat Green Bay by ten points or more. I don't disagree. We should have beat Green Bay at Green Bay. Especially in our Stefanski house. made a terrible decision to throw that football. They would have handed Wait, it off. Wait, Dalvin Cook is running for 7.6 yards per carry? Let's do a play-action pass. What the fuck? Right. I'm sorry for my French there, pals, but what the fuck? Right. This team should be 9-2. and fucking two. And they should be Kansas City. Fucking unreal. They should be Kansas City, too. What's the, throw that one out. Nine and fucking two, we should have a fucking a full game on Green Bay. Now you're getting me angry at fucking Stevens Kofansky. Stevens Kofansky. Stevens Kofansky. God damn it, Stevin. Can I get a little scroll down? Yeah, if you need it. Okay. This uh, gin is delicious, by the way, Mike. Right, so Green Bay at Minnesota. So Green Bay finishes at Giants, Washington, Chicago, Minnesota at Detroit. We talked about we talked about that. Uh, sorry, at Minnesota at Detroit. What did they lose to at Giants? Um, Giants are just decimated. They lost a couple of their key players this week. Uh, what if they win? They could. Here's the thing. I think you have to go into this assuming that Green Bay, even though they're not that good a team, I cannot imagine an easier schedule. Well, uh, Chicago's tough. Maybe. I mean, if you're if you're telling Chicago. Is tougher than Green Bay for the Vikings. You have to recognize that's going to be a tough game for Green Bay. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson touchdown twenty eight to six in the first half. Something. What the half isn't over yet? Something tells me that uh, Baltimore might be the real deal. By the way, Baltimore lost to fucking Cleveland this year. Yeah. Do you? Baltimore lost. To fucking Cleveland. Yeah. But. This year. But, 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 but. Here's where I'm at. No, uh, Mike. They lost to Cleveland. Here's the thing, though. I tell you every week. The NFL is a weird deal. God damn it, right? You're Mike. You're, God damn it, Mike. You're right. Thank you. God damn it, right? You're Mike. So, I think we're in agreement. Minnesota probably has to win out. 
And so I think you have to look at it, Minnesota. And we're gonna we're gonna leak a little bit into these questions right now. But what do you got? In my opinion, in my opinion, Mike Zimmer having two weeks to prepare for a Seattle team that you've struggled. You've lost five times in a row at Seattle. Okay. Are we getting to Seattle? No, no, no. Just hang on. Okay, okay. I'm not even trying to go into the Russ mentality, which I know you and I butt heads on. I'm just saying the fact... Okay, let me just address that for a second. We really don't, but it's just so easy to get a rise out of you. Well, he's HOF, but... It's just hilarious. But I will say this. We've lost five times in a row. They are, as is everywhere on the road, difficult place to win, but their whole thing is the 12th man... They, it is. I will say this at a minimum. It is a very loud stadium. It's comparable to mini Minnesota, right? Mike, the Seattle Seahawks are nine and two. Both lost their at home. I know. Doesn't Both matter. lost their at home. But they. It's a very difficult game to win. This is the game that, like, when I think back over Zimmer's career, yes, have we been successful? Yes. Have we won a lot of these football games where you're going into a primetime game, and this isn't even the Cousins metric. This is just going in, because here's what I'll say. To me, this game... Okay, okay. No, 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 let me, let me go here. I, I want to clarify, are we getting to Seattle or not? Just, We're getting to Seattle a little bit, a little bit. Okay. This game is a separator for me into... Yeah, Vikings are a pretty damn good team, right? They're right there in the NFC to... This is the fucking one of the top dogs. This is like, okay. this is a top dog in the NFC. This is a top dog in the NFL. If the Vikings can go in and win by 14 points on the road, imagine, imagine, you know what I mean? So we've never done that with a Mike Zimmer-led team. I'm expecting we're going to go in, we're going to play this, points? we're going to play this close game, and if we win, it's going to be like a three-point win. If we lose, we're going to lose by 7 or 10. Why can't we change the narrative and go in and win a damn football game against a team that we maybe aren't supposed to beat? But you know what? Zimmer comes in with two weeks to prepare for the damn team and beat someone that never loses there by 14, and you establish yourself as a goddamn favorite for the Super Bowl. Points. Let's go! Skull! Okay, okay. There is zero... Okay. After what you just said, Mike... You cannot, Woo! under any circumstances, pick Seattle to win this fucking game. I already did. I already locked it in. God damn it, Mike. <sighs> Wait a minute. Okay, I just got. I just got a hangouts message. I, I think I need to read this because I mentioned Delvin. Okay, my buddy, my compatriot at work, Eric Hedman. He's probably not listening to this, but Delvin better be worth it. Lamar is ridiculous. Already regretting trading him. Okay, so. <laughs> Completely off topic, Mike. My buddy at work, different league from our work league, traded Lamar Jackson for Dalvin Cook. Well, actually, no, it's a terrible trade. No, but okay, but here's the thing. He didn't have really any good running back. Doesn't matter. So oh, I see her. She's gonna have to be on the show for the final wait, few minutes. Here? Yeah. Fucking get her in here. I don't want to anyway, do this. We're at fifty-four minutes, Mike. We're almost done. Should we take one more commercial break? I mean, we could if you want to. We should, because then I can let her in. All right, let's do a commercial break here quick. Um, let's do a quick pause. Um, gin is great. 
just a little nip of the old scotch, scotch, scotch. Ladies and gentlemen. Are we, we back? Are, we are back and we are joined oh, by Mike Anderson's oh. Paramour. His, Is his, that what that word means? Yes, Paramour. Oh, you know, it's, it's it means your, your other? Yes, your other. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Paramour. Your Paramour, your second, your, your better half. Oh, without question, my better half. <laughs> Brittany Anderson. Hi, everyone. How's it going, Brittany? Awesome. I may or may not have been at the wrong place a moment ago, but I'm it's, here you now. You know what? You're here now. That's all that matters. She was knock, matter. knock, no knocking on. Knock, knock, knocking on. Not in the store. Hey, 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 hey. Honestly, if you're still listening at this point, we're sorry. You know what? I, you know what? I'm not sorry. Okay. Sorry, not sorry, okay? You well, we're getting to the end. You're enjoying it. We're getting to the end. We're getting to the end. We're at the NFC North. We're talking about these last divisions. I thought we were on to my questions to you. Okay, what was, your, what was the next question? Well, it's not the North, necessarily. Hit me, Mike. All right. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Have Brittany read it. Sure. Hold on. Do I need glasses? Yeah, just read the top one. Okay, for whatever reason we had a we had an issue in recording, Mike. I don't know exactly what the fuck's going on. Please tell me we didn't just miss the entire show. I no, we did not miss the entire show. Well, we should probably back up to the first question you asked. I asked it. Fuck! I don't know what happened, Mike. Oh, potential playoff teams. Playoff team. What the fuck? Let's 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 Ask scroll it again. 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 Did you already introduce Brittany then? I th- Brittany, what's up? Are we on? Sure, yeah, we're on right now. Are we Hi. recording? Yeah, we're recording. I don't know what the fuck happened recently, but we're Have recording now. Have done this before? I don't um, believe A couple times. <laughs> I don't believe you. Dude, I, I, fuck, I don't know. It stopped recording. I don't believe you. I don't get it. Okay, so re, you're going to I apologize, by this? the way, listeners, if you've heard this before, for fuck's sake, let's go again. Do you want me to just go to the next sure, question? Sure, let's do it. Next question? Let's fuck it. I don't care. No, top question. Okay. What potential playoff team scares you the most at home and away? Um, like I said, if you've listened to this before and somehow this fucking recording got fucked up. 49 just scared me at home. They have a dominant defensive line that can take over games. All right? There's no way that there's So you're saying we go to we go there. No, they scare me at home. As in, they come to Minnesota? Correct. If we There's no fucking way that's going to happen. So why Listen, are you scared about it? Because it scares me at home. Everything else at home doesn't scare me. Here's the thing. What scares you about something that could never happen in the world? Why don't you answer that question, too? Okay, okay. Okay, Mike. All right. All right. You want me to answer the question of what what the, the realistic possibilities are? Yes. That'd be <laughs> ideal for our listeners. Listen, Mike. Okay. All right. Listen. Listen, alright? Nothing scares me at home because it's fucking Minnesota. We Denver have a full fucking champ. Uh-huh. Fuck it. Fuck Denver. Denver can go as my Brand- C. Brandon Allen should have. <laughs> okay. Josh Allen should have. Maybe we need to avoid Allen quarterbacks. <laughs> You're not wrong, Mike. You're not wrong. By the way, if you ever want to have a Viking suite, the most worst time you're going to have is facing off against the fucking Bills in 2018. Where you can't even enjoy the goddamn suite because for whatever reason you had a stomach bug in the fucking beginning of the game and you threw up and you couldn't even enjoy the open bar and it was fucking bullshit. But you got to watch Brian O'Neill in his rookie season 
It's got to be your bowl. Crush him. Oh. All right. How about, you didn't think how, I was about, how about away? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Seattle. Who do you want to avoid on the road? Seattle. Okay. What about New Orleans? Orleans? New Orleans is indoor. Kirk Cousins plays good against indoor. What about that? What about that stadium noise, though? Fuck it. Really? We'll shut them up with fucking digs. That's all he's, I got. He's. Oh, I thought he was skull chaining. Sorry. No. Um. There. Skull. Now skull chain. Uh, same question to me for, the, for the viewers here. Um, I would say. Skull. Um, at home, the teams that worry me the most would definitely be. Uh, Seattle, and actually I'm going to get outside the box and I'm going to say Dallas because I think uh, you have teams that come in with nothing to lose. And right, that's... that's have that's, everything to lose. No, but they, it's a little bit scary when you have quarterbacks of that nature that are, um, they almost feel invincible. They feel like they can win a game on their shoulders regardless of what the situation is. Um, and I don't Jack feel sucks. like even the 49ers, teams like that, do but I do think that Dallas and Seattle feel that way with, with Dak and Russ. Um, I think arguably, what, two of the top three MVP candidates this year. So uh, those would be the teams I'd like to avoid coming in here. And then on the road, I think obviously uh, you don't want to go to New Orleans, right? We've They've proven that that home crowd is elite. And then I would say... Uh, whoa, 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 you're not going to use a P.J. Fleckism on fucking New Orleans. Well, I would I would say that though that crowd is loud. Um, and then, okay. and then you look at the 49ers, a team that, you know, I really didn't give a lot of credit to him this week until this week when I watched them against Green Bay, but man, that defensive front was real, defensive. Uh, uh, you know, that's but the, okay, okay. scotch. Side thing. note, side note, side note. If both fucking bozos were on the same goddamn team. Bosa's or Lord. bozos? Bosa's and both bozos. Both bozos on the same team. We'd win a lot of money in that, that. Fucking, Toss game. <laughs> you kidding me? If Nick Boza and who's the other Boza? Joey. Joey Boza. Fuck! If they were both on the same fucking team, can you imagine that, Brittany? I, I know well, the words don't even come to my mouth. And Chase Young's supposedly better than both of them. I'm just saying, man. Anyways, uh, that's where I'm at. But let's move to question two. All right, question two. Are you ready? Fucking, I'm ready. Let's bring it. All right, here it is. If Zimmer does not win a playoff game, is he gone? No. Spielman. No. How long are you going to talk? <laughs> okay, just full transparency, guys. We lost that audio for a second there because we're fucking hammered. And apparently I'm hitting the keyboard for some bullshit reason. I don't fully understand No, it, apparently you're hitting go. the Z-board because Zimmer's been outcoached in every big game he's ever been a part of, and he's better as a defensive coordinator and should be gone if they do not go to the Super Bowl this year. Listen, I don't disagree that that Zimmer is a better defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. Okay, well then you... Okay. Well, actually you do... However, I disagree that getting rid of Zimmer is the correct option. Okay? 100%. What if we brought in some sort of e-gamer that consistently wins the Madden tournaments and can... You don't really know how to game plan. <laughs> no. If anything, the only thing I'm okay with, the only situation I'm okay with in this case... Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis can go S a D. Jason Garrett. Care. No, fuck Jason Garrett. Jeff Jeez. Fisher. Okay, never mind if you had us out there. <laughs> no, but here's the only situation I'm comfortable with. 
Rick Spielman retains GM. Okay. okay. Kevin Stefanski becomes head coach. I like him. All right, you with me? You like him because he's attractive. All right. Well, okay, I'm not going to lie. He kind of looks like me, though. Even as a guy, I mean, Kevin Stefanski is a nice-looking nice dude. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I ain't gay, but, I mean, if I was, I'd be, you know, maybe swooning a little bit. I'm just saying. I know you're shaking your head, Mike, right now, but don't lie. You would be the same. Okay. Here's my point. The only way Zimmer would get fired is if Zimmer would, would allow himself to become... DC of a Kevin Stefanski led head coaching regime. Ravens just just got a touchdown, thirty five to six, thirty four to six, spending the extra points. That means I just beat resident Packer fan Jimmy Donald in the playoffs in one of my leagues. Jimmy Donald sucks. Jimmy? But, um, but here, okay, here's th- that's really where I'm at with this. Is the only reason why you get rid of Zimmer All right. is if you're going to install like a Kevin Stefanski or a Zach Taylor. Fuck Zach Taylor. Well, I mean, they've had some... No, fuck him. <laughs> he's 0-11. Fuck Fine. that kid. All right, let's move on to the next question. What's your next question? Well, I'll let my wife read Hit me! Okay, here it comes. Wait, wait, okay, hold on. Let me make sure we're recording. We're good. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. What potential playoff team would you most like to see? Oh. I'm going to assume you're talking about NFC. Yeah. Duh. First round, probably. First round playoff team. We'll, we'll, what team would you most like to see? So let's say best scenario. I mean, you can, you can play out the scenario to us. So if you want to say we're the bye, or if you want to say we're the five seed, right? You pretty much have to say we're either going to host a game or we're going on the road. Well, I think at the end of the day, we're going to be hosting the game. That means we're going to be the two seed. Well... We, uh, one seed's going to be tough to take, I think. No, I'm thinking possibly third seed. If shit really doesn't Oh, okay, work. yeah, yeah. Okay, top four, yeah, yeah, All right. Okay. Oh, okay, well, that's unique. All right, yeah. So you're, okay. So. So let, let's put it this way. Describe if we're going to be at home or away and who's coming in and why. So I feel like we're going to be home. Okay. I think that's regardless. All right. And I feel like we'd be facing off against... Seattle. So if we're home against Seattle, if we're home against Seattle after after playing Seattle at, home, at away, which I think we're gonna win as the Vikings team, I don't like that matchup <clears throat> because the Vikings playing the same team twice in the same year. I just don't think we can beat them twice. But but it's it's what team would you most like to see? Oh, what's it? Okay. <laughs> So not That's an important little bit that I missed in my gin. Because the first question state. was who scares you, so I know okay. that was a couple well, of sips ago. What, what's 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 my best scenario? Yeah, what is your best case scenario for the playoffs opening round? Vikings versus Green Bay Packers in historic U.S. Bank Stadium. Now, can that happen? Why not? Right. Well, I, East I, is going to be four seed, so we would be three seed. So we would need to face the sixth seed, which Green Bay is at eight and three. Seattle's at nine and two. But to host, we'd have to be two. No, we'd have to be three. 
to host a six. Oh, you're saying opening round? You want to play? Green I'm Bay. saying divisional round. All right, all right. wild card round. All right. We'd be hosting Green Bay at historic US Bank Stadium for the second time in three fucking weeks. Yeah. And you want to know what happened? We would sack Aaron Rodgers 12 fucking times. And Daniel Hunter would have 10 of those. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, Mike. All right. Well, same question to me. Um, what team would I want to face the wait, most? Wait, wait, wait. Mike, what team would you want to face the most? <laughs> Uh, I just because you can't just say that. You can't let me ask it, man. I can ask it too, hon. <laughs> Wait, here's my Michael. Okay. <laughs> Normally, bad. that's Ed's job to spill whiskey all over <laughs> my computer. I have the scotch. What potential playoff team would you most like to see, honey? That's cute that you call him, honey. Uh, it's it's without question. It's Green Bay. Um, I think I'm with you. Green Bay I think Green Bay is overrated. I think Minnesota has a history against them. Um, so okay. when you look at the metrics, Rodgers is actually one of the worst quarterbacks this year. Uh, but somehow he's in the MVP conversation, right? Which is ridiculous. Side uh, note. Side note. We had a we had it on my board. Usually I put on the board like score predictions yeah. for the Vikings week. It's by week, so I put scale one to ten. How much does Green Bay suck? <laughs> Guess what my score was. Hundred. 12. 12. <laughs> Guess what the highest score was? 100. Sideways 8. <laughs> Otherwise known as Infinity. Guess what who the resident Packer fan put? 1. 6.9. 6. 69. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know? um, We're at fucking 110 minutes, Mike. This is going to be interesting. Otherwise, I would say that in terms of if, if I assume that Minnesota is going to host, um, let's say we get the two seed and a team wins, I think Dallas coming to Minnesota, I love the matchup there. I know that I mentioned that I I, I know that I mentioned uh, Wait. no going to Dallas. So it's, it's it's really dependent on the seating, right? I want to avoid going to Dallas, and I want okay. to avoid going to Seattle. And I think that those are those are very two different games, right? Um, Hold on, pause real quick. There's eight minutes and fifty seconds left in the third quarter. Yeah, this game's over. And the Ravens are winning thirty-five to six. Ravens are real deal. Anyway, continue. So let me just tell you this: the team that I think I am most terrified about, the only team I am terrified about, is the 49ers. And the reason being is their front, their their defensive front is absurd. Uh, we have struggled consistently against really good defensive fronts in Chicago, Denver, uh, even Green, Green Bay to a point. So, yes, I'm terrified if we have to play San Francisco, but guess what? That's most likely going to be in an NFC Championship game, so we'll deal with that when we get there. The rest of the NFC does not scare me. I think every other team, for the most part, is overrated. I think the Vikings are underrated. Um, I'm excited about where this team's going, but you know what? This is where I'm telling you that Mike Zimmer, Kirk Cousins, Thielen, Diggs, Dalvin, this defense, a veteran team, a very veteran team against basically only Russ, right? Only Russ, a very weak defense, a very young offense. Go win a football game that you are not expected to win by double digits. Put yourself on a map as an actual contender. Okay. This is a this is a put up or shut up game for me. I know you're guaranteeing the victory. You've been doing it since uh, probably June. 
Probably. Okay. Okay. I'm okay, still slaying okay, it as okay, a loss. Okay. I want you. I want them to go and okay. win the football game that they should not win. Let's what, let's see it. What does it What does it tell you if we win versus fourteen? Like oh, like we win by fourteen versus us winning by like. Three. It tells me that you're a you're you're a both like look at what we're talking how we talk about Baltimore tonight. You're, you you think we would be talked about the same realm yes. as we're talking about Baltimore? We already are. Win we already are. Seattle by fourteen. So so I I mean in and I know a lot of listeners here like whatever national media. I mean I get it. Right? You don't necessarily have to give a shit about it. I I get it. But I do listen to a lot of it. I I subscribe to a lot of it. I listen to it constantly. If you if you win that what football was it, game, that's true. <laughs> if you win that football game, if you go to Seattle. And went in prime time okay. by double digits. They will be, they will be who a the, top five team. Who the fuck cares about the national media? But it's proving to the fan base that you can go and beat a, a playoff. A, what are they? They're they're nine and two. Ed, we just did that against the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos are not nine and two. You go being a nine and two team I'm on the road, kidding. a team that you have lost to consistently, a team that's been Over a really decade. difficult to win in since we've beaten Seattle. Go win this football game. Change the narrative. Change the narrative. Which narrative would that be? Change the narrative. Which one? Tom Brady. Um. What does this say? <laughs> it doesn't say anything about the narrative. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, is it like the narrative? All right, final question. Colon, space. Final question, because we're too long. We're too long. Okay, okay, let me me ask you, what do you you think we're at right now for 10? 117. No, 114. You're actually under. You're actually over. Okay. 1 in 10, or 1 to 10. How excited are you about the future of this franchise? Six. Short term. Short term is in this season? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Short term as in one to three years. Six. Okay, what about long term? I know it's hard to... Six. Let's say three to five. Six. Second okay. question. What players slash moves can change it? Everson Griffin and Linval Joseph taking team-friendly deals to stay here long-term is the only two items that will move me in my excitement long-term. Because they're the, they're the only two contracts that are large enough that are going to be cut to make the cap work in the next few years that need to be retained to keep my excitement level this high on the Tra- defense. What about trading Rhodes? Fuck Rhodes. He's over. That's what I'm saying. Then Cut why? him, trade him, I don't care. But he should not be in the Vikings in two years. Period. Let me ask you this question as an addition. Cousins is guaranteed for next year. Extension. If the, if the money made sense, would you extend Extension. him right now? Extension. 100%. From what he's produced in the first year and definitely in the second year, he's worth an extension. Whether or not the CBA addresses the, the guaranteed money that some of these players get is irrelevant. You owe, him, you owe him an extension at least two more years beyond what he's due right now. 
And I don't think that's a far stretch to imagine. Because right now he's playing at a top five level. Would you pay Dalvin? Would you pay Dalvin Zeke money? No. Would Okay, well then, you got to assume that's not going to keep him. No. You let him walk? Yes. What if he holds out next year? Let him walk. You can't afford to pay him that money when you have Cousins that's demanding money, when you have this defense that is demanding money, when you have Stephon Diggs and Thielen that are demanding money, and when you see a minimal drop-off between Delvin and Madison. Outside of Cousins, what player on this team that is not already extended would be your top priority to extend? Any side of the ball you're sticking with? Any side of the ball. You could give me one on this each if you want. This next year? Yes. Anthony Harris. There is no question in my mind. You need to extend Anthony Harris now. He is that good of a safety. He is better than Harrison Smith in a lot of aspects. Yes. Rosie! Yes. Put down the gin! You see Harry last game? You wait till the end of it. Well, you know what? Harry you know didn't what? play last game. I see what you did here. You're gonna. Anthony you're, Harris didn't play last game. You know what you're doing right now? You're gonna guarantee that people are listening to the podcast till the very end, son. USOB. I know what you're doing. Anthony Harris needs to be extended. Right? Holy shit! I want both of them. I want Harris. Better than Harry and Smith. Come on. Outlook? Yes. No. Harrison Smith. No. Harrison Smith. No. 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 <laughs> Harrison Smith is getting older. Go away. Anthony Harris. You're, you're done. You're out. You're out of the years, league. Okay? I think it's 50 or something like that. I'm going to call the boys. Anthony Harris needs to be extended. And then Harrison Smith needs to take less money to extend his contract. This is just how cat math works, okay? I need a button bar right now. That's what I need. What do you want a button bar? I don't know. Something about you living in a van down by the river. Living in a van down by the river. Uh, oh, man. For me, I think Brian O'Neill would well, be... Uh, Brian O'Neill, if you were to say two years out, agree. And by the way, Brian O'Neill, if you fucking think about moving to left tackle, think of fucking again. He's standing right tackle... Or we fucking riot. He's an elite right tackle who has never given up a fucking sack at right tackle. You will not fucking move him to left tackle. Period. He is a right tackle. And he will secure the right tackle position for the Vikings for the next fucking decade. Fucking bank on it. What he said. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this was fun, and we've gone through an entire bottle of scotch and multiple beers. Wait, is that not, that's not empty yet. Let's finish up, buddy. I could. I'll pour a little bit in. He's now pouring the scotch into the glass. Uh, not all the scotch, apparently. And he is going to finish the glass in one swig. My wife is here. His wife is here. And his wife is driving him home regardless of how much how much scotch he currently consumes. That's an assumption you're making. Yeah, well, you know what? I have an air mattress, Mike. We can make this work. She's not happy about that. No, but she's not also averse to it. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> say goodbye. Mike, how, how many minutes do you think we've been running right now? 119. 120. 120. 
Under beats over. Anyways, um, <laughs> Skull. This is going to be a great episode, Mike. We gave the fans what they wanted. I'm just telling you this right now. Like, around the uh, one hour mark, it's, the audio's going to be fucky as shit. Because we missed probably a good portion of it. But Seriously? You, know you have one job. Fuck off, Mike. Literally one job. Mike, you know how hard it is to be over here and not Your press soundboard any buttons? is like here, and I'm. Mike! It's got 3,000 buttons that you never touch, and you have one job, and you can't record the goddamn audio for one show. Mike? I'm trying very hard not to lose my shit on you right now, and you're not making it easy. Anyways, uh, Skulgers.com and uh, Climbing oh, the Pocket Climb Network. Climbing the Pocket Network, and uh, we're on. Uh, NailyNorseman.com. <laughs> Brittany, any final thoughts? Let's go, Vikes. Yeah! Skull Vikes? Skull! Skull! You gotta, no, that's how we wait, wait, Skull. Br- Brittany, Skull. Br- Brittany, what's your Twitter? Twitter? Oh, I'm right here. Twitter. Yeah, what's, what's your Twitter, Mike? I am musky underscore Mike. Brittany, Brittany what is, is yours? You throw it out there. You get some followers. Hit it out! She's got to look it up. up. I am Namak7. That's N-E-M-O-C-K-7. Seven. Brittany is. What is Brittany? We're working on it. Do, 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 it's got to be your bowl. She is B L B L B L Neil O six. So B L Neil, like Nielsen. Nielsen. B L N E I L B L Neil O six. B L N E I L O six O six B L N E I L Oh six. That's, Literally, that's no one that listened to this is going to remember. They're going to search. I for guarantee it. you not. Well, yeah. But however, I want you to be monitoring, me, and I want you to let me know if anyone follows you, Brittany. Okay, then I'm going to just announce the right one because you guys did it wrong each time. Wait, shit. What is it? B L N I E L N I E L zero six oh six. It's got to be your bowl. It's got to be your bowl. So that's us. We're part of the the, 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 the climbing the copy. We're part of the gin. The, the, the plywood, the cop at Jin Cop 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 Cask? Got it. Good lord, by the way. The Rams are terrible. <laughs> yeah. So the NFC playoffs are set. Yeah, basically, the NFC playoffs are set. If you listen to like 35 minutes in, we pretty much talk about that. That's cool. Yeah, it's kids cool. Oh, that's fucking awesome. It's cool. I mean, I don't think we can end anything else than that. No. That's it. Skull, uh, Ed guarantees a victory next Monday. Fuck I guarantee yeah. a loss. Russ oh, is off, the Mike. best player in the uh, NFL. Future HOF. Um, that's it. Go, go, Skyuma. Go over, Skyuma! Wait, what did he say? Roll the ball, Skyuma, go over. Go over. I think that's it, bud. Wait, what, what was that one more time? Roll the ball, Skyuma. Roll the ball, Skyuma. Go, go, go over.